Greetings and salutations. This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Poem Blackie Vumbi. I am still fighting this cold and it is completely messing up my vibe. But then again, I'm on holiday, so I think I can afford the chance to actually be a little bit under the weather. It probably is a good enough excuse for me to take a break from doing a couple of things that I would gladly do at the drop of a hat because. If it's new to you who's just joined us, I am to a great extent a workaholic and that I've been such a workhorse, I'm trying to push myself to be in the degree of productivity, even in the time when I'm supposed to really take a break and just relax. I don't know how to practically put relaxation into my schedule unless I've actually earned the right to do so because I feel holidays are a privilege and there's things I want to complete doing because they've been gnawing at me for a while but i'm actually grateful for the fact that i get to see another day i'm grateful for that i'm grateful for that fact that although my friends have given me great suggestions of things to show like the last episode proved that a lot of things that we thought were going to be um very great failings on my part and it ended up being shows i enjoyed because i did binge on the witcher as i said before i did binge on uh, the Mandalorian. I don't know if there's any more episodes left because I think there were eight episodes that I watched and I truly enjoyed every last one of them because they grew on me and they didn't have any precursor that would actually make me decide if I'm going to watch it or not based upon my biases or anything like that. So I'm having a very, very good run. I'm grateful for that. Finally taking the time to actually just sit in the crib and just see if I could complete the different things passionately that I want to finish and I've learned a great degree of understanding from the people I talk to so I'll tell you this as a tip for business for those of you who are still freelancers out there tell a client the timeline you're comfortable with and if they're not comfortable with that timeline feel free to not take the job please believe me when I tell you that there's a reason for that it gives you peace of mind some people will catch a feeling and will be angry at you and maybe because they caught a feeling is the reason they shouldn't be talking to you in the first place. It's the same way that in the past couple of weeks that my number doesn't really get as wrong as, as most people would expect it to be because I'm actually grateful for that fact. Only those who actually have something worthwhile to say will give me a call. And if it's something that's supposed to be dire or to be controlled, I'll call them back or I'll, I'll make a, a point to actually make the, the call back because I know that's a missed call I got yesterday, but I was so engaged in so many things. I was trying to rest at the same time. So I'll apologize to that person formally when I meet them next. So a couple of things. I was watching reviews of certain shows prior to me watching them because I'm that kind of idiot that sometimes I don't mind spoilers if the spoiler can justify me watching the entire thing because reviews really truly have never really had a hinging factor to me watching a show or not because i know sometimes especially when i found that that certain sites have their reviews of, of movies and tv shows bought by the companies that want to actually work with them so they give a person a good review or a good thumbs up or a good five star rating based upon how they want to maintain a relationship with the production company so even critique is with an agenda written behind it so many people who would would completely follow that which a site tells them i feel sorry for some of those people but i'd say this this episode is dedicated to some of the things that i've seen online that actually have suffered in, in great deal as far as how they were put out in the eyes of of critics and those who critique the, the work and in real sense the the material is actually a gold mine and a gem and i thank that because of when i look at some of the movies that i truly enjoyed in the past and some of these things no they did not really make much sense because for example 
the one movie that's really been bombed or attacked very very aggressively is because a i think it was rushed to to release based on a certain timeline and b because i think that what it had as far as successes go in broadway affected it some of you already know exactly what i'm talking about so let's say it out loud there was a movie that came out called cats and it came out around the same time which is the christmas period big mistake i firmly believe when it comes to releases and this is coming from a guy who is preparing to release his first feature film and putting out a movie around christmas knowing there's this monolith called star wars bad idea you you cannot compete with this thing i mean that's like trying to compete with an elephant to poop it's 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 not gonna work in your favor you cannot compete with a big franchise like star wars for example and whenever a big franchise decides to release a movie in a certain period maybe hold back to weeks before weeks after i know everybody has their own understanding of what schedules works in their favor to release material but yo just take your time do not rush into this thing and i feel also the production process was actually was heavily affected in that particular film it's the same way i think cat is suffering the same thing that happened to the movie wolfman and i love the movie wolfman even though it was mud with a lot of problems and thanks to the episode on the joe rogan podcast where they actually interviewed one of the guys who's the guy who made the prosthetics and makeup artist for the film and he spoke very candidly about how you have too many cooks wanting the, the, to have a touch on what the film was supposed to be and I think Katz probably suffered that and it's probably going to be a lesson in that but I didn't want to just dwell on what was the slamming that happened to that particular movie because I, I do tend to enjoy musicals from time to time because I think the last musical I truly enjoyed was Les Miserables and I've been going back to it and they've been really shooting down the vocal performances of a person like Russell Crowe but Russell Crowe served his purpose I mean there's certain moments in movies where you hear Russell Crowe sing and you're like okay maybe they'll give him a movie where he actually gets to do more of that he's a good baritone working for you and away from Cats I started thinking about what kind, of, what kind of movies or what are the movies that have suffered because a review was put out saying the movie was not going to become anything and it ended up becoming something that became a, a gem in the future which is why I actually named this episode bomb or bombshell because when it comes to slang that has existed way before my time when you say chick is a bomb she's like she's really hot and everything and she, uh, she she's uh, she's not really hot actually to say she's a bomb means she's terrible looking she's probably just an average chick who you, you don't want to really associate with per se but if you say she's a bombshell it means that she's got the body to match she's attractive she's got personality she's got all these things working in her favor so i feel there's some movies which ended up proving people right by not staying as bombs but becoming bombshells in the future and even if they were slammed by critics critics opinions don't really count for nothing but then i think in the current day and age that we're living in a critic's opinion can truly destroy a movie's franchise or potential of actually recouping from the money spent to make the movie and i think that's the painful thing about these things and to sit around and criticize is one of the saddest and yet lucrative industries that exist i mean i don't want to to say that i haven't taken time to actually say that some movies are bad and some movies are good but then again those are my prerogatives it's not supposed to be something that i say and stop people from watching the shows i'd rather say something like that and then i say okay it's up to you it may not be my cup of tea but for you it may be the best thing that's ever created since sliced bread so to 
each their own. But I think the, the slamming of certain productions is actually made heavy because of the box office returns. And take, for example, there's a movie that Will Smith did. And Will Smith, always, in the box office, there's a weird thing that happens to him. Sometimes he'll have a gold rush. Sometimes he'll have a flop. Because I think, personally, I'm looking forward to the new Bad Boys movie. And I think that one's going to be a success. But he did a movie called Gemini, man. And it's that of a clone of him was created and he had to deal with the repercussions therein. And as far as Gemini Man is concerned, I watched the movie. I personally enjoyed it. Box office, not so much when it comes to people who review movies. Yet, it was produced for worth $138 million and it made $173 million worldwide. I think that's a good way to make a, make a return from a movie that you actually truly didn't care about but it ended up becoming a thing. And... I think one of the movies that actually started sparking this train of thought was the movie Charlie's Angels because it just made at least maybe 12 to 15 million above the budget it was used to create the movie and the director was really peeved by the reaction it got in the box office and the slamming it got in the box office. But I think all this is subject to those who review these movies and I started thinking about the movies that people said these movies are terrible and these movies don't really go anywhere but ended up becoming cult classics and I'm just going to name a few that I personally say I I enjoyed them because they had they stood the test of time in my book and i think everybody needs to just consider these things and not really jump to the gun of following what uh, a film reviewer is going to say now i watched a remake of a movie called the thing and the remake i, I watched of it is because I, i've always been a sucker for these kind of movies where you think you know what the, where the, who the bad guy is or how the bad guy is trying to stop himself or herself from moving on to the next level but that movie was fun for me and I think you should take the time to actually watch it if you're a fan of thrillers and horrors that's a movie for you and for me I consider it a cult classic because it was made in the same nature where I think some movies were made which is old school movies sometimes would just take say, say for example there's a film you wanted to put into production and the only way you could put that movie into production was because you need to channel out more television movies in a very short span of time so as a result, to keep the box office working and to keep also the film industry working in television, you make these movies come to life. So that's one movie I actually have to give props to. And it didn't get good reviews when it came out in the first place, which is hilarious. Another movie that I found became a cult classic that never really, really got respect in the box office was The Boondock Saints. And it also spanned a sequel. And when I think about that, I, I'm not really surprised because some people just don't really like certain kinds of movies and to each his own and it's your prerogative to decide what kind of movies you truly enjoy and which would like to possibly give the, the freedom to stay in your life and potentially be movies that would always revisit or suggest to your friends. One that I hear was slammed in the box office, yet it is a cult classic and it's not going to go anywhere because this movie is still a staple and I would revisit it even when I finally found out it was a Stephen King book. The Shawshank Redemption. This movie came out in 94 and still to this day, it's a movie that's heavily suggested you should take the time to go watch it and make your own conclusions of it. One I haven't watched but I feel I've been hearing over and over again that it's a movie worth my time is The Big Lebowski. I haven't watched it but maybe i feel it's one of those films that when the time is right and the time is correct for me to actually watch it i'll be the first guy to click on the link or to actually go find uh, a piece of uh, of it in in a website and just watch and binge through it and another movie that came out in 2012 that actually got bad reviews was the movie called dread and it's based off the judge, the judge dread comic book for, uh, series and when i look at dread it kind of makes me think back to the show i, t I talked about last week which was uh 
the Mandalorian. And when you think about this, it's important for us to really consider why these shows stay, stay around for so long and why this thing's actually special because you should probably draw your own conclusions about certain shows. Another thing that I actually enjoyed and came out the year I finished my KCC paper is a movie called The Chronicles of Reddick. And Reddick is... It's an amazing film. Even the idea of it. I mean, the sequel of it didn't really, really wasn't my cup of tea. But the first one, I truly enjoyed. The Chronicles of Reddick, starring Vin Diesel. If you haven't gotten the chance to, and you have a Sunday you're doing nothing with, watch that movie. It's truly an honor to watch that movie. It's really, really entertaining. Another one I hear about is Idiocracy. And Idiocracy has so many stars in it. And it just tried to explain to us how, if we keep dumbing down society, how it would be to have a democracy thereafter. And Idiocracy, I think, it was also a mockery of how the sports culture exists. And the mockery part, I don't agree with. But it's when you blow things out of proportion, sometimes it just makes you think back and just review things on, with, a, with, a, with a clearer eye. And I have to give props to that movie also. And one that actually was I was surprised with it when I heard that it really got slammed in the box office and critics didn't really like it, yet I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, was Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. How somebody could wake up and hate on some of these movies, I don't understand. And even to slam movies and to just be a critic of movies, it it doesn't make sense to me. But then again, there's this line that was being said by Denzel Washington because he wasn't really happy about how most guys were mocking his his mustache when he had a raspy mustache and, and actually it was very waspy and very rugged. And they didn't know why he would have a mustache like that at the time. But then again, you'd know when a certain actor takes a certain appearance, it means he's working on a certain film. And he said, those who can do, those who can't teach. And that is sometimes not probably the best thing to actually say to a person who's probably going to become a teacher in the future. But when he put that statement out, it wasn't really with the regards of attacking those people who actually make a great impact in passing information from one person to the next. But... I think of it as a person like me who loves certain forms of music. I, I would probably be the last guy to actually start reviewing the, the particular art form unless I have a stake in it because I, I sometimes speak on hip-hop because I've played a part in hip-hop, so I come from a different perspective. And though I don't do it as aggressively as I, as I should, I chose my pocket and position that I wanted to play for the hip-hop industry. So that's why when I give my review or my take on these, on these uh, elements of that, I enjoy that. And when I think about film and my hopes to actually make film in the future, I speak from the perspective of the things that I enjoyed. And there's some movies that were made to just trigger people and make them angry. Some movies are made to just strictly entertain and when I think about the movies that have been suffering as a result of box office returns and critics making a, a, a huge amount of money from just speaking, shunning and shooting down certain films I'm, I'm, I'm biased and I'm torn also it's, it's, it's a weird thing it's a very delicate balance also at the same time but I will say this when I hear about the movies that have been slammed in the recent years, in fact the last decade every movie that's been slammed it, it sucks that that, went, that that actually happened and you went through that but Sometimes we have to just accept the fact that it's to each to, to each his own. And think about it this way. If a movie like Fight Club was shot down as a movie that would never become anything, and it's also a cult classic, do the people who review these movies or the people who have a stake in saying if the movie is successful or not, do their opinions really hold water? Because it's a personal opinion that is supposed to dictate an entire global franchise of a film. Some movies I do feel they get slammed and they're rightfully slammed. Justice League, for example. 
when you, when a movie looks in every way shape and form as a cash grab and everything about it just screams cash grab and even in the production process of the film you hear of the different dis- misunderstandings that will have because so many people want to have a stake in the potential most successful movie in the future there i i don't even hold my tongue when it comes to those ones because clearly the material wasn't going to be given the love it requires and i'm going to be the first guy to say if it doesn't make sense leave it alone if it doesn't if it if, if it if it doesn't ride the fly i mean it's it it, it kind of sucked because you knew the people who were taking the material were doing it specifically to make a monetization of a product that has been around for so long but if it doesn't have the tender loving care it sometimes requires to be slammed but even if it get gets slumped by, by let's say the, the box office i'll take the time to make my own conclusions of it it's the same way when i hear people say that the netflix future is going to be very very unfortunate yet they've got a place for themselves that actually just better serves the pocket they want to serve because everybody wants something brand new and not everything requires to be brand new because i'm still the same guy who believes in second hand cars still need a home and it's a it's, it's a phrase i like using and joking around with but i want you guys to consider that maybe some of these movies that should be told are bombs are bombshells maybe they're actually very very great movies and very very entertaining to watch and we're just being denied the opportunity to enjoy them because some people just their idea and and their take on what production is supposed to be is wrong and I for one firmly believe that countless movies that have suffered repercussions of such actions mainly because nobody truly believes in maybe the director or they wanted to have perks from the director and they never were they were granted those perks and they ended up hate, hating on the the person who actually made them but some of these movies I will say they flopped because things became thick in the period they were actually releasing them so we all need to be greatly patient in how we enjoy these things pardon that sound updates keep happening as the show is continuing so uh, since i'm recording this on my pc that's why i actually hear this pop up happen from time to time now some movies that get slammed i really firmly believe they should have been slammed but some should not have for example the sinbad animated movie to the sinbad legend of the seven seas please watch that movie that movie was dope everybody really hated that movie but i really enjoyed it another movie that i truly enjoyed and it got slammed was john carter i want you to go watch that movie it was really really cool another one was keanu reeves 47 ronin that movie was dope everybody hated on it you need to really consider this some of them i will I'll gladly say i wasn't the guy for the movie and if i was in the target market i ended up saying things that will end up making me suffer as a result of it but you really need to find your own conclusions for those most of these movies some of them are bad some of them are worth just your time maybe what you're looking for in the film you will enjoy but just find time and revisit some of these films there's some things that just don't require a critic to tell you if they're good or not perfect suggestion is that it's all your prerogative just sometimes when you have nothing to watch go look at movies that said are completely flops in the box office and because of the box office returns that they had and just go watch them you'll find out that some of these people who critiqued these movies and hated on these movies are just full of nonsense these are my conclusions though choose your bombs and choose your bombshells it's all your prerogative i strongly suggest that because i'd say this i'm sure there's some books i'm going to release sorry about that the pop up sound keeps on coming up uh the more you take time to review these movies the more you'll find a perfect place for you to enjoy it's all up to you say it with me be caesar 
or be nothing at all. Thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode. We're going to keep this pushing. 2020 is going to be a year where we actually hope to come back to the morning and late night format. But for now, we're going to continue making the best that we can as time goes by. Because like I said before, I already know what my April looks like. And if I didn't tell you before, know it now. I'm a guy who plans that far ahead. Till the next time we speak, people. Uno.